Soul, mostly his public podcast from the Devil of Detail. I'm Rob Parkson, and I'm here talking all things Salford Devils. I spoke to head coach Paul Rowley, head of Salford Devils' home game against Leeds Rhinos on Sunday, and this is what we had to say. Coach's Corner. Hi, Paul. Hi, Rob. Are you okay? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Um, defeat against Wakefield uh, last week was frustrating, uh, but with key players missing a short turnaround, was it the sort of a bridge too far for us? Um, yeah, I explained that after the game. I just thought um, you can't dip your toe in the water with things like that. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's it's always going to be uh, who gives in first of you like. And obviously Wakefield uh, were full of enthusiasm and worthy of the good win. Uh, but yeah, we were disappointing by our standards irrelevant of the contributing factors which are relevant and are real um you know and uh, but still we uh, we didn't apply ourselves in the, in the manner that we needed to mm. you're an experienced coach you've found yourself in many different situations at the moment we've lost three on the spin um what's the secret how do we get back to winning ways you think um yeah by just uh, same same as i just said applying yourself right um obviously Personnel sometimes, if you look at the the Wigan game in particular, sometimes uh, I think personnel and, and and a little bit of quality obviously gets you some tight situations. Um, so uh, being depleted certainly doesn't help that. Uh, however, we've just got to just you know stick to 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 uh, our beliefs and, uh, and 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 remain confident and positive all the time, which we don't have a problem with uh, in this group. So we've got a good group. Uh, lads have been great as always. Lots of smiles on faces. Um, and it's sport, and that's the beauty of sport, uh, unpredictability and, uh, you know, win- winning runs, losing runs, whatever it is. So, uh, obviously, we all prefer the winning ones, but um, we learn something no matter what. Yeah, talk about the personnel. Anyone due back this week? Um, yeah, we should have a couple of bodies back this week, So, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll lose a couple as well. So, uh, the interview is not long enough to go through names, but uh, we'll, we'll probably roll out 19, 20-man squad, but there'll be, I think, three in, three out. Are you hoping all that sort of comes to an end and you'll have a, a full squad to pick for when it comes to playoff time, end of the season? Uh, well, we need to get to... to uh, put ourselves in a chance with playoffs obviously by being in that top six so there's a lot of water under the bridge yet I think I think uh, I think all clubs probably having a similar narrative that you know you can't look too far ahead things can change pretty drastically so uh, we'll just take it week for week we know we're, we're up against Leeds this week and, and that's our task in hand and we you know we need to prepare for that Yeah IMG announced more details regarding uh, what they're going to rate the club and how they're going to relate rate each club uh, as a coach it's obviously it's your job to win rugby matches and finish as high as you can uh, does the AIMG thing not sort of affect you'd like to ignore it or would you like get involved and think how, how many points can Salford get well I haven't got a clue what you're on about Rob so that's okay. really easy to ignore because I don't know what you're on about so uh, obviously I know they're putting proposals together but I haven't seen any yeah uh, so uh, yeah the it's easy to ignore. Ignorance is bliss, I guess. That's fine. No problem. Leeds on Sunday. Uh, big day planned. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll come away with a win and get back to uh, winning ways. Yeah, um, probably the most athletic side in Super League, I would say, Leeds. So, they've seemed to have found the mojo, obviously, in the last few weeks. Um, 
uh, they're playing a lot more direct. They're they're a very fast team across the park, and uh, and so uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be an almighty challenge. They're in tremendous form at the minute, so um, I think I think they're a, a good team to watch. I enjoy watching Leeds personally. Uh, enjoy how they play the game, and, uh, and yeah, it's a it's an almighty challenge. Brilliant. Cheers, Paul, and a good luck Sunday. Thanks, Rob. Salford Red Devils ladies are in action on Sunday against Barrow Raiders. I spoke to Salford Red Devils forward Emerald Hickey about her career and looking forward to the Barrow game on Sunday. And here she is now. So we're joined by Salford Red Devils ladies star Emerald Hickey. Welcome to the show, Emerald. Looking forward to talking all about uh, Salford Devils ladies, so I won two, lost two at the moment in, in Super League. Obviously, you've got a good side there. You've come in and shown, shown some sort of good form as well. Uh, obviously, you must be looking forward to the rest of the season. You know what? Coming into league has been an absolutely unreal experience. And it's not just coming into league, it's coming into Super League. And that kind of step up for me. When I look at the teams we're about to play or the players we're about to play against, I don't think about them. I just think about what us and what we can achieve and how confident I am in what we can do. I'm excited to play against Barrow this weekend. I've got someone I know in the team who I've never played against or with before, which is quite cool. Um, so I'm excited to play against her because she's um, a really good contender. Her name's Emily. And then moving forward to other games in the season, there's players, teams and players we played against in Castleford. We absolutely brought it to them at their home ground and I absolutely cannot wait until they come to us yeah. and we absolutely batter them in front of a massive crowd I'm so excited for that and I think any any team wherever they are in the league whether they've been there a while or they've just come up like we have anyone's for the taking any yeah. win can be a win and I'm telling you now Salford won it yeah, I remember, I watched that Castleford game, I remember you doing a bit of a show and go and burst in the line and then really yeah. running over the fullback as well in about five. Castleford defenders dumped, uh, jumped on you as well to stop the play. And, and obviously, like you say, you're a big aggressive forward and, and that's your game, isn't it? Yeah, so when um, when I got asked to come play league, I'd never I'd never ever played a game of league before, before I joined Salford. Always played union, union girl at heart, or was, and... My friends who were played with at county or at union level club, the coaches were looking for strong ball carriers, you know, kind of interactive players that can carry the ball and do it well. So they kind of blabbed me and I wasn't too sure for a while. And I was like, oh, I don't know if leagues for me, I'm not that fit. But they were like, no, come along, give it a little go. And to be honest, I'm glad I did because I'm mm. I, and I don't think I'll ever look back. It's it's a whole new sport in its own and it is the same kind of thing as union but it's just different for me personally with being a strong ball carrier in union you give me them extra 10 meters to run onto the ball yeah. i'm an extra ball carrier mm. i'm breaking lines i'm punching through i'm handing off and to me i absolutely love it i can't help but want to just smash the girl in front of me yeah we can tell <laughs> do do you, know, you think you think rugby league sort of suits your style then more than rugby union? Obviously, you say you've 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 come from rugby union. Is that where your you, your background is? Yeah, so rugby union. I always played football when I was younger. I went to university, played football in first year, and then as I went further on, um, one of the girls turned around to me and said, "Oh, why don't you give rugby a go?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm not too sure about that." I was like, "I'll go down and have a little go at the trials and see how that." goes and after my first trial they were like oh you're not going and at this point this point I was what 19 20 before I even touched a rugby ball and then I played three years at union um captain 
Scotland in my last year. Played at county level for Cheshire quite recently. Played at club level. So I've had a good go and I've played for a fair amount of teams. But with with league, I've as a prop in union, I kind of find myself a little bit constrained. Like, con, what's the right word? Constrained? Yeah. Um, I kind of find myself cooped into this run the ball in go down run the ball in go down I like to do switches I like to do dummies mm. I like to do something inventive I like to draw players in and league really allows me to do that and I find it really exciting I really enjoy it especially with Lobby the captain she's always wanted to do double switches and um, she's always wanted to play some really interesting rugby and that's something that I really wanted to be part of cardio wise and fitness wise I don't think league's my sport in that sense. And I am working on that and I'm getting up to that. And I know that that's where my growth is. But when it comes to playing good rugby, I think I'm suited to league. And it's something that I think I'm going to take into union and absolutely smash it in my union season as well. So I'm quite lucky to have that balance of the both. Little Birdie told me you've been doing a bit of cardio today. You're playing tennis. Is that is that truth? No, badminton actually. Oh, badminton. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so I've um I kind of like to I don't know about anyone else, but I kinda of like to do cardio that's hidden. So you don't even notice you're doing it, mm. but you do know you're doing it, but it's hidden in sports. So I like to play netball. I like to do a bit of badminton and I managed to rope Megan, Sam and Brogan in um this afternoon. So the four of us went for a a one-hour session on two badminton courts and did a bit of doubles. And you know what? It was it was brilliant. I loved it. And I would highly recommend anyone else in the team coming along because it was it was quite fun, to be honest. And you don't even know how much you're burning and how many calories and what cardio you're doing until afterwards when you're absolutely sweating. Who's the best badminton player out of the four of you? Oh. oh that's a difficult question. Um, given the scores of today, I would unfortunately have to say Sam okay um even with that dodgy knee but Brogan she's unreal at that net she's so quick so nifty mm. you've seen her on the pitch and to be honest Meg hadn't picked up a badminton racket in about eight years and she was smashing it up at the back of the court so to be honest we're all sporty people so it's hard to pick but mm. I, I would say Sam she's the only one that I felt really really had me going on the badminton pitch right. and I played with Sam before and she's always beat me so you know, it's a worthy opponent there. Yeah, very modest. I'd, I'd have gone me. <laughs> <laughs> There's evidence so, to show it's not, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, like, like I say, you're at Salford now. How did you move to Salford come about? Um, so, like I said, I play... So, Brogan joined last season, and I played at county level with Brogan and Sam hmm. and Sage the, the year before, and I played at club level with Brogan and Sam as well. And through league, they invited Meg down to club level at Union and she got involved there. And then it was them three, Brogan, Sam and Meg, that were kind of inching me and messaging me saying you should give it a go, give it a go, go on, go on. I've recommended you. And it's through them that I've been able to kind of come down. I recently in November passed my driving test. Oh, yeah. Um, if I hadn't passed my driving test, it would have been quite hard to get here because mm. it's a 50 minute round trip. Right. every time just to come and train or play games and stuff and to be honest they were they were a really good help in the beginning and Beck as well um someone who isn't making team sheets at the moment because she's still injured she's been unreal in supporting me and kind of getting to this level and helping me kind of find my way in things and between all three of them that's why I'm here it's mm. because of them that I'm doing what I'm doing now and I'm part of something so special so I'll forever kind of owe them that 
Um, and I'm kind of doing that for the next person who's coming along, which is Aoife, who made her debut last week. She played at County with us. I recommended and pushed her to come along. So now I'm kind of, I'm her version of that. I drive her to training, I pick her up. I give a stash when she hasn't got any for game days and stuff. And it's just nice to be that person and kind of be the influence that brings other people into such an amazing team. Yeah, um, our forward packet is superb. You know, last season we were we were fantastic in the championship, got promoted. You've come in this year. You know, obviously you look, you look at our forward pack, you know how big and how strong and how powerful it is. It, it causes sort of chaos, doesn't it, in the, in the, in the four games you played so far? 100%. You've got, I think for me, the big jump that I've found is when I've played, I know I keep coming back to Union and it's a lead podcast, but when I played Union, not always, but very often your bench isn't as strong as your starting team mm. and not at the level that I've kind of played at in the past. Yeah. But when you're coming up to this this sort of level and you've got your people like your Yaz and your Darcy and your Meg and your Abby and all that on the bench, yeah. that you're like, they're coming for my shirt or I want their shirt, it's it's an unreal step up. And the kind of mindset that I've had at the moment is I've got to keep fighting for my shirts. Mm. Darcy came on. She made reserve last week. A player couldn't get here because I spilt milk on the motorway. <laughs> um, so Darcy dropped up from reserve to on the bench, and she came on and had an absolute steamer. Yeah, now, yeah. to me, that is unreal. Mm. That is absolutely great. She's had a, an amazing game. But on the other side is it is... She's coming for my shirt. Mm. She wants my shirt. She wants that starting shirt. What do I need to do to make sure I keep that shirt? So as much as it's great bringing, you know, the likes of Aoife McKenna, who's brilliant and has took to league so well in her debut at the weekend, um, you're always thinking, this is great for the team, but they're coming for my shirt. Mm. And it's it's a great position to be in, but it's it's also equally threatening at the same time. Yeah. What's your target for 2023? To be honest, for me, I the good thing about we have a thing called Huddle where we can watch games back and kind of pull things up and see how we do and stuff. And I'm very I'm very aware of my abilities, where I go wrong, when I do well and stuff like that. And I thrive in them. Um, but when it comes to a target, it would be to last a full 40 minute half. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm not that they expect me to do that because it's not what happens. But for me, it's to reach a point where I am so defensively pressive that I am forcing them middles to make mistakes repeatedly in a game, and I'm keeping that up for a solid 40 minutes is my target. What I need to work on is cardio. And if I achieve that by the end of the season, I'll be made up. It doesn't matter the amount of runs I make, how much ground, if I score any tries. If I get to a point with my cardio, that Batesy turns around to me and says, that's it, absolutely smash that. That, for me, is a target, and I think it's achievable if I keep at it. Mm. I suppose it's about evolving your game. Like you say, you're playing more rugby. You want to become fitter so you can last longer on the field and do more runs. So, obviously, it's a journey. the team's on a journey, and so are you. Yeah, 100%. Um, the developments, I came in in January, and my trials lasted six weeks because I work in hospitality. So, getting training days off was so hard in the beginning yeah. for my trials. So, four four or five trial dates turned into a six-week period. And I'm glad they held on and kind of kept me there. But the development that I've seen within myself from January, February to now, to me is unreal. And then I can also 
I can appreciate it. I may not know lead like the other girls, but I can fully appreciate the development in the other girls, the ability, the growth in them, the hard work that they've put in, the things that I see in training and the things that they achieve. I can see it among everyone. And to be honest, I don't think it's stopping everyone after every games, mark, you know, stepping up next thing, next level. And it's just unreal to see it. And to be honest, it comes down to the coaching. It, it genuinely does. And like I said, I've never known coaching like it. I've never known a leadership team like it. Um, everyone's supported and pushed to be their best selves. And this is the best environment for that. So I see in it with myself, within myself. I'm seeing it within players. And I'm already seeing it in Aoife, who's been in the team two weeks. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Barra at home uh, this week. Sunday, midday kickoff, obviously. Trying to bounce back from uh, last week's defeat. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest. I've already looked at the weather. Because um, <laughs> right. that hot heat... As a prop my size, I absolutely cannot handle it. Yeah. Um, it showed in that game on Sunday, 30 minutes to me was okay. Give me 30 minutes in 25 degree heat yeah. and I'm absolutely knackered. So I've already looked up the weather and you'll be excited to know it's not hot. No. Um, <laughs> might be a little bit of rain, which is quite exciting for me, probably not for the backs. Um, but it's exciting to get out against another new team. And it's exciting to see what they can bring at us at home and how we can take it to them. So every game to me is really, really exciting. Um, Barrow, I've put up a good front already. They've got some really good players. They've got some really good ability within their team. They've got strong runners, um, strong mindset and a really good, you know, strong control within the leaders within their team. So it's going to be nice to see how we can come up against that, how we can match that. And to be honest, how we can beat it because it's 100% doable. Have you got any other pre-match rituals apart from Google, Apple in the uh, the weather? Me, I have this weird thing where um, you might see it on the videos of the games. I have to smack my shoulders, smack my legs, smack my calves, like pump myself up to get ready to be hit. And you'll hear it across the pitch. I'll just start smacking myself. I know it sounds really weird. <laughs> I've done it since I've been at um, every, every time I've ever started and I'm just trying to kind of, get myself going, get the mm. adrenaline going. A lot of people have wraps where they'll write things on and stuff like that. But for me, just a little slap of the thigh. <laughs> um, and I'm buzzing to go. I'm ready to hit some girls. Yeah, not not not, not in a, a panto way, more of an angle way. Yeah, yeah. Just get myself buzzed up, get yeah. myself going, get muscles ready to get absolutely battered. So, yeah, that, that's all I do, really. I'm not one that sits with the headphones in mm. or... You know, as a little read, like some of them do, you'd be surprised. Or, you know, as a little walk around the pitch, um, I just, yeah, get my muscles warmed up. And for me, that's how I get myself going. Yeah. Like you say, Barrow on Sunday at the on the community pitches, uh, hoping for a big crowd, obviously, with the men playing on the same day. Uh, what's it like when, uh, obviously, you've got a big crowd there following you? For me, I have to say, again, it's a step up from what I've already been performed in front of. Um, we At university, we had um, War of the Roses, which was Lancaster versus York. So I went to Lancaster Uni um, and that was a massive crowd of about 300 people. And it was always massive. But for this, it, the Salford Red Devil fans, they are so invested in the team. It's such like a community and everyone works for one another and everyone supports one another. And there's that same person that comes to every women's game, home or away, that's absolutely unreal. And there just seems to be something about the Salford Red Devil crowd, their supporters, how they are on the sideline, when they're watching. And even when they stay to the last whistle, even if it means missing 
five minutes of the men's game when they stick around or when they're clapping you off the pitch. It's it's amazing. And I can't really explain the feeling of walking around and clapping and saying thank you to them. I'm lucky enough that my um, PE teacher from high school is actually a massive Salford Red Devils fan. Ah. So one of my first games, her dad's a massive fan, her mum's a massive fan, and her son's a massive fan. And they came down to watch. And it was just, it was like this two worlds colliding moment. It was really nice to kind of have that support from them. But just between the fans and the families and everything, I don't know if anyone's ever said it before, but there's just something about a Salford crowd. There really is. And it's special. And it's so nice and it's so supportive. And the club as well, they go out their way to make it equal and diverse and give equal opportunities. And it, it's just something special. So between the club and between the crowd and between the games and everything, there's just something about Salford Red Devils that I don't think I'll ever get again. So I'm going to give my all on every every game day, every pitch, and wear the badge with pride because it's special. It really is. So that was Emerald Hickey talking to myself ahead of the big game for the ladies against Barrel Raiders on Sunday on the community pitches, 12 midday kickoff. Get yourselves down there and support our ladies ahead of the Paul Rowley's men's game against Leeds. Big thanks for tuning in this week's pop-up podcast. I'm Rob Parkson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil Adita SRD. Fans on Twitter at the ITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify, and YouTube. See you soon.